Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hey, hi, Malcolm Nance, live from Israel. So last time was building the wall. This time there's going to be a, a dome over the, He's going to build a dome over the entire United States that stops things from going bing, 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 boom, schmoosh. <laughs> Your thoughts? Your thoughts I'm on that? Stunned. <laughs> I'm can't stunned. stop laughing. <laughs> Bloopy, puppy. What the hell did I listen to? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually saw that. I was I was watching the cover. Oh, my God. He is just <laughs> the stupidest man to ever sit in that seat. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I mean, he's he's like he's like the governor from Blazing Saddles. Right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what's, that, what's that line, that famous line Harvey Corman said? Oh, my God. If they find out, we're going to lose our phony baloney jobs. <laughs> well, <laughs> this guy, is, he is... So dumb. He's trying to describe, I guess they took him to a national military oh, command post yes. where I actually pulled a short tour at one of these places. Underground, in the mountain, they do a simulated missile launch yeah. and they show him, you know, they were showing him laser defense and he's like, boop, boop, beep, up. And I'm like, what are you, five? <laughs> yes. I mean, five. it is terrifying there That's is any possibility of giving this guy the nuclear codes well, again. It's just, I, okay. Um, Malcolm, so let's talk about, we mentioned yesterday, uh, by the way, oh, you got a lot of uh, hate on Twitter, as you always do when I announce you're going to be on the show. <laughs> I know you've been dealing I with this. I live for that now. Oh, <laughs> Stephanie, I live for that now. I know you seem to. Um, you know, I, Malcolm, I was saying, uh, this is such a difficult situation. There were more, you know, Palestinian protesters at Biden's speech on uh, abortion yesterday. Um, and I was saying we just had the the governor's uh, debate out here, Senators. Senators. Sen- excuse me, Senate debate for Senate. And I, this just tells you like how nuanced and difficult this situation. I agreed with all three Democrats. Barbara Lee said killing twenty five thousand civilians it's catastrophic and it will never lead to peace for the Israelis nor the Palestinians. Adam Schiff said I don't know how you can ask any nation to support a ceasefire when their people are being held by a terrorist organization. Katie Porter said ceasefire is not a magic word. You can't say it and make it so, but we have to push as the United States as a world leader for us to get to a, a ceasefire. Um, and Steve Garvey, the right. Republican of of course, just said, "Oh, Israel today, tomorrow, yesterday, today, tomorrow." Like there's no nuance no <laughs> thoughts about you know uh, how we would get to a two-state solution i mean t- 
talk to us a little bit about no. you know being over there and, and what you're you're feeling about all that sure because i'm i'm interviewing people left and right and uh in fact if you're following my twitter i uh had an amazing interview uh with a woman actually a viva complas uh the the blogger uh put out a, a short bit from this woman but she was born in baghdad iraq yeah. in 1947 back when there were well over a hundred thousand iraqi jews uh they left they emigrated to israel and since that time the jewish diaspora in iraq has been reduced to seven there are seven jews who live in iraq now yeah so they all you know did everyone move to israel yes 80 percent of this country 80 percent of this country is jewish the other 20 percent of this country is israeli arab also known as the palestinians that didn't leave in 1948 20 percent one in one in every four uh five people in this country is palestinian arab i speak more arabic when i'm here than yeah. i speak english uh because there's there, there's so many here now that 80 percent that eight million jews right 80 percent of that number are from arab countries and called yeah. israeli jews okay this country is a very brown country. Uh, it's very hard to find Ashkenazim, that's white Jews who look like they're from Europe. Very hard. It wasn't like when I came back here in, you know, to, uh, in uh, 1983, back when this country was really, yeah. really, really white. It looked white because that's what I was programmed to look for. It's not. It never was. This yeah. country is predominantly made up of those Muslims. Yeah. I mean, sorry, not Muslims, but Arabs who were Jewish. Sure. Now, I want to make a quick point about that. This country is traumatized, but traumatized as it is from having their massive 9-11, everyone knows someone who was murdered, right. everyone knows somebody who was kidnapped in some way, shape, or form. The Israelis put out a proposal for a two-month ceasefire. Yeah. They were going to exchange all hostages, all civilian hostages, plus thousands of Palestinian prisoners, yep. Hamas yesterday turned it down. So yep. when I hear people say calling for ceasefire, what they're calling for is for Israel to unilaterally surrender to Hamas by stopping this war. And it's a war. It's yep. not a raid. It's not an air raid. There are like some 20,000 Israeli soldiers in full-time blazing battles day and night with Hamas. Yeah. So that's the situation on the ground here. Well, yeah. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, 
the way car buying should be. I, obviously, Netanyahu rejected the conditions. Um, it, it would include Israel's complete withdrawal and leaving Hamas in power in Gaza. Um, you know, that was I, we all know that, that that's going to be a non-starter. But you know, at the same time, yeah. Palestinian milita- militants, as you know, just killed 21 Israeli soldiers. So this morning, Alcom, I felt like, oh my God, this is just going to escalate yeah. forever. It, yeah, it's terrible because I w- I just happened to be in the Ministry of Defense uh, when they were trying to figure out what happened, and it was an unfortunate series of events. It was an unfortunate accident after a rocket had been fired into a building and they were preparing to demolish the buildings and a lot of reservists died you know we've had incidents like that too in the united states and iraq and afghanistan that's a horrible number for israel though 21 yeah. men and women to them is like 150 Malcolm, to 200 I, to us i mean the, the, again i i know i understand like only believing hamas on anything but it, it, the body count is obviously very significant on the palestinian side as well and i, I think it's you write a piece um as you, and i encourage everybody to read your substack and whatever because you're you talk about you you know you've over the last 40 years you've been to israel a lot i didn't even know this that you were raised in an orthodox jewish neighborhood in philadelphia since you were 10. um but you just, you know, you talk about what happened um, when Israel decided to strike back after October 7th. You say it appeared the world had uh, shifted its position of horror and support for Israel and instead sought Israel's ability to defend itself using massive amounts of air power as an act of extreme ag- aggression. Within 72 hours, the lie heard around the world occurred. The proclamation of an Israeli airstrike on the Alahi hospital, killing 500 people and destroying the hospital, setting the world on fire all across North America and Europe. Social justice activists joined Palestinian and Muslim protesters to create a wave of anti-Israeli revulsion. However, no such attack happened. It was an accidental rocket fired by a Palestinian terror group. It killed and injured fewer than 40 people. But you just said no matter, no matter, within 72 hours, the big international free Palestine uh, movement was using the word genocide uh, to describe Israel's attack. So, and, and describing Israel as colonial and apartheid. Um, so you sort of go, want to answer the question, is Israel an apartheid state? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and because, you know that was that was posed by a question uh, that that you know one of my readers had 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 put out there, and what I did was I made it clear in my Substack. Now we're talking Israel, and I have people come up there and say, "Well, Israel's full of apartheid. You can't go on the street. They hate blacks. They hit this." That is just a lie. But on the other hand, because this is actually a very democratic, multinational, multicultural, multi-faith, integrated country. Palestinians within Israel, Palestinian Arabs or Israeli Arabs as they call them, they're not prohibited from doing anything. They can marry a Christian, they can walk across the street. There are no segregated areas within the confines of Israel. And then that's when you get people move the goalpost on you. And they go, well, we were talking about Gaza and the West Bank. Well, Gaza was its own self-governing region that was buffered by Egypt on the south and Israel to the east and, and north. Okay? There's no apartheid going on there because they are 2.2 million people who chose with their government that they elected, which was a terrorist group, to, instead of developing themselves, create a, a, a micro-terror state that armed, you know, 30,000 terrorists, built 10,000 rockets, created 500 miles of underground tunnels, which is have to be cleared, and then invaded Israel on October 7th. Yeah. In their charter, the destruction of the state. 
The West Bank is a separate situation. That's not Israel either. There are security zones in there, the A zone, the B zone, the Z zone, and Israel has what they call security segregation. Now, that could arguably be considered apartheid, except that the Palestinian zones are governed by the Palestinian Authority. Right. Okay, and they put they put borders and fences in there in between the two. Are there settlements there? Yes, there are, and that's the biggest thorn in the entire yeah. Israel-Palestine conflict. But Israel had settlements in Gaza way back before 2005, abandoned them all, pulled out all the settlers, moved their own cemeteries, and gave it all to the Palestinians. So it's possible when a two-state solution comes up that things could change. Yeah. But so long as you're using this absolutist, you know, Today kill seems... every Jew vocabulary, yeah. things aren't going to work. Yeah, it seems like... <laughs> particularly not very hopeful day though <laughs> you know in for this whole situation just you know given what everything you were just talking about right. you know it's it just do you feel a, a way forward i mean we keep saying i feel like hamas and netanyahu need to be gone it's just this this feels yeah. like endless and hopeless and and i don't yeah, I, honestly you know. i keep saying i i don't i just don't understand they're making analogies to biden with you know vietnam or <laughs> You know, those of us that, that, you know, said George Bush is illegally attacking the wrong country after 9-11. This is not Joe Biden's war, no, you know. I, I mean, to be calling him Joe Genocide Biden Joe and this is his. Huh? Go ahead. Joe Biden did not ask Hamas to invade. Joe Biden did not direct Netanyahu to counterattack, blitz in an aerial attack against the Palestinians. Joe Biden it didn't have anything to do with this other than the basics that every president of the United States, if it had been Barack Obama, yeah. okay, he would have done the exact same thing, which is this is the only democracy in the Middle East. Yeah. This yeah. is a real homogenous, multicultural, multi-faith country. This is the only place gays are going to get any shape. All right. Every yeah. place else, they'll throw you off a roof or they'll kill you or they'll make you hide. This country is supported by the United States because it is our policy to support this democracy. Do we support Netanyahu? Actually, if you watch what Joe Biden has been doing over the last few months, no, they have pressured him on many levels. These settlers who yeah. are over there shooting people are now going to be banned from coming to the United yeah, States good. if they're not brought to justice. Joe Biden is doing his best as he can, but this is why we call it foreign policy yeah right and so you're gonna you know I, I saw this this uh tweet that they spoke to muslim leaders and none of them will support joe biden in 2020 20 uh 24 during the election yeah that's that's literally community suicide uh -huh. as yeah. i called it i called it out I'll, I'll be frank i called it a murder suicide pact yeah because they will, and, and it's not just Trump. They are Islamophobic as a Democratic party. party. As a, as a party, they are putting forward bills to eject all Palestinians that live here now. I mean, it, it's in, it's insane. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you hear him last night? Trump literally repeated it yesterday. He will deport anyone that supports the Palestinians. He will get rid of anyone. And believe me, if you think he is not including American citizens in there. Yeah. All right. Steve Miller put that tweet out about the at 12 noon on January 17, 2025. They the largest deportation in American history. Those of us that went to the airports that went to the airports to protest the Muslim ban. (laughs) You know, we're like, do you have short term memory loss? I mean, yeah. This is not, you know, voting is not a single issue thing. It yeah. is vote like state, what it, um, uh, uh, George um, Takaki. Uh, George Takei. Takei. Yeah. Rhymes with gay. Said, uh-huh. He said, my family was put into camps uh-huh. in World War II. And we know that by voting for the party that really has our interest in mind, it's what democracy is about. It is not a. It is not a. Uh, you know, a popularity contest. It is about voting for a team that will move you forward. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the, the the free Palestine movement. These misguided young kids. If you're listening to me, you're voting for the end of democracy. You're voting to destroy every woman's right to choose forever. You're voting against the black people that held this party up. You are voting because you're ignorant and misguided on this one subject. So you were, you've gone together. from shouting McF- shout face to get off my lawn, oh, you damn kids. You turn I, the hose I, on I, you. I got you because <laughs> yeah, the yeah. lawn is called history, <laughs> and these people just will not get it. They're I all you. about learning things over 10 seconds. Please stay safe. To- Please stay safe. We hear yes. you. But even if you weren't shouting, we hear you because your points are very good. Right. Yeah. We love you, Malcolm Nan. Stay safe, please. There we go. Right, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance. I can't find my pants. Uh-huh.